So something that we on occasion hear uh, from people is that something along the lines of that I'm really working on myself by something like every morning, sitting with my legs crossed, humming, paying attention to my breathing. I'm expanding my quote-unquote consciousness, my quote-unquote self-awareness, my self-knowledge. I'm again, I'm focused on the moment and, and all of this. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I really feel like I've made gains. So we, we might want to, we can try to offer some comments on this uh, while uh, trying to be positive as opposed to the, the, the negative, being negative, offering something higher as opposed to necessarily picking apart something that, that might be lower. So we would say here that um, <laughs> we would offer the claim that the only way to quote unquote expand so-called our consciousness or to increase so-called quote-unquote our self-awareness or self-knowledge is to improve our ethical level meaning to more so line up our thoughts our feelings and our actions with each other and with reality and if we don't do that we can hum from now to when the cows fly and maybe even past that because maybe the cows can fly with a helicopter or something uh, we can do that. We can pay attention to our breathing into the moment from now till forever. It will never, ever help. Why? Let's try to break it down so we make sure it's not just that talk. So the idea is that um, uh, uh, the process of, 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 of real human maturation, uh, a way to perhaps view it, it concerns that, uh, the understanding of the internalization and the realization Excuse me, of different ideas right it's the growth of mind we would say that that's a, a salient factor with consequent emotions and concomitant emotions uh, and, and, a, and a breath and, and depth hopefully of of inner vision and, and, and experienced being but it all comes from that mental development uh, and we say that again why is a baby a baby well it's because a baby has a baby mind if all of a sudden a baby was born with the mind of an adult even if the body remained the same we would call that an adult right if all of a sudden uh, let's say uh, there's a uh, you know, let's use an even better example. Let's say we're a gardener, right? And we and we farm, or it's not farm, we, we garden uh, plants and we have some, uh, you know, we, we grow some nice tomatoes uh, and we're about to pick a, a, a tomato and, uh, you know, we're about to pluck it and all of a sudden that we hear a, a, a voice, no, don't pick me, right? And we, we're looking around where we can't understand what we heard. Maybe it was a delusion. We hear it again. No, leave me alone. So we investigate, we see, it's the tomato speaking to us. Somehow, maybe it has a mouth like in a cartoon. It's speaking to us. So maybe we pass out or whatnot, or after we wake up, or after we convince ourselves it's not that we didn't uh, ingest some kind of weird other sorts of vegetables, uh, and that uh, we, we kind of contend with this reality. We begin to talk to the tomato, and we hear from the tomato that it had some kind of genetic mutation. Obviously, this is totally fantasy because our fantasies can fly very easily nowadays uh, with anything being said. It's just like, pretend it's a cartoon. Right? It's on the cartoon. The, the, the tomato had a, a genetic mutation and it led to the, incre the, the, the brain being developed, neurons, whatever we want to say. And now the tomato has a human mind and the tomato can comment on its condition. It can say, I understand. I have the body of a vegetable. I am self-conscious. I know what I look like. I know... Uh, that usually you're going to eat me, uh, but uh, please don't because I'm going to use my life for something higher. I'm going to advance the 
the interest and the good of humanity by pushing the envelope of knowledge and productivity. I'm going to make some kind of contribution. I'm going to overcome my selfishness of just being a vegetable, thinking about my own self. Please don't eat me, owner. Please, in fact, let me grow so I can continue to, to gain nutrients from, from the ground. Otherwise, you might have to hook me up to uh, the machines at the hospital to, to keep me uh, hydrated and fit and all of this. So we, in a situation like this, in a cartoon, not in real life, uh, obviously, it would be absolutely, it would absolutely be murder if the person said, "You know what, tomato? I don't care that you're talking to me. I'm gonna pluck you anyway. I'm gonna cut you up and I'm gonna eat you." It would be murder. Why would it be murder? It would be because the tomato it would then just it wouldn't be a tomato. It would be a person with the body of a tomato because we define a person by the mind in question, not simply by the body. All right, and the same thing would go. By the ant, if an ant all of a sudden, normally we, we may not want to kill ants, but it's not murder to kill an ant. If an ant began to speak to us, it would be the same thing. It would be murder to kill the ant. It would be horrible and it would make all the sense in the world to treat the ant as an equal and to treat the tomato as an equal. We can then be friends with the tomato. We could have a relationship with the tomato. We can go out into the garden every day and, and talk to the tomato and read to the tomato and hear its thoughts or his or her thoughts, excuse me, tomato. And uh, have a great uh, kind of uh, uh, relationship, again, with the, with the tomato. It wouldn't be a tomato. With the person, with the body of a tomato. So uh, conversely, we would say if a person or if, uh, if somebody has the body of a person but is tragically uh, a vegetable, as we see people are in vegetative states, then it also... Obviously, from a legal or from a legal, we don't know. We're not going to comment from an ethical point of view. We presume there's a, we treat that every person with the body of a person 100% as a person, needless to say, and we, we hope for the best and all of that. But functionally speaking, if the, the, that would, it, it's a vegetable it, with the body of a person, and the tomato would be a person with the body of a vegetable, as weird as it is to put it that way. Right? Or, or conversely, if we more realistically, we, we, we there's a, a, a baby, it's, it's a baby, and it's not a, it's not a person yet. Obviously, it's a, with the potential to be a person, we can call the baby a person, it's a baby. We have a special name for this kind of person, a baby. So, we would say it goes by mind, it goes by our capacities but not cognitive capacities as in i know two plus two is four i read the study i did the 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 this and that but the, in a deeper more profound way and the way that in in nor, in real life separates a tomato from a parson which is, is i think almost everybody would agree that, that those are some profound ways that separate us from a tomato so anyhow, we would say that in order to really truly realize our potential and to truly become what we can be, we have to implement that mind. And here we would say we have to implement it for the pursuit of truth as opposed to for the pursuit of our selfishness and the pursuit of our subjectivity. And that is, we would insist, is the only true way to quote-unquote increase our quote-unquote consciousness or our self-awareness or anything like that. And when we do not do that, we shrink our consciousness and shrink our self-awareness, quote-unquote, for all those things that are some corny words sometimes, or words used in corny ways sometimes. We shrink them and we systematically get rid of ourself. Why? Again, let's examine a specific case. So let's say that I um, am feeling bad about myself. Uh, I feel like everything is, uh, my life is pointless and meaningless. So I go and I find some kind of, uh, a cause that is in right now on the internet to, to really support and back 
Now, I, I engage with it a little bit. It's like a drug. I feel so excited. I feel so connected to something bigger than myself. There's only one problem that it's, it's not true. It's nonsense. It's just a bunch of talk, whatever the case may be. Maybe somebody, right, is, is campaigning, is, 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 believes that uh, it, it took vegetables, <laughs> him or herself, and now thinks that all tomatoes are really people and is campaigning for the rights of all tomatoes. Tomatoes are really should have uh, the same uh, uh, kind of status as, as, as people. We we have to save, <coughs> excuse me, all of the tomatoes. So this gets us very excited. Excuse me. Problem is it's not true until we actually find the tomato like that, which will be never. It's not true. So consequently, now we're, we, we begin to back it out of self-interest. Now, in order to continue along this path, we have to shrink our being, shrink our self-consciousness, our self-awareness, our capacity to reason a little bit. Why? Because if we fully were present, if we fully investigated every angle, could we believe that a tomato is a person and we should be fighting for the rights of the tomato? No, we couldn't believe that because it's not true. So consequently, we've just took a chunk out of our humanity, out of our rationality in order to have the self-interested belief. Now, uh, the, the ball maybe keeps rolling and now somebody calls us out. Now we have to seal them off as well. You also, excuse me, are uh, uh, scum. You, you're, you're bad. You're fundamentally different than me. Because you don't back what I say. And I say what I say because I need it for my subjective ends. You don't back what I say. I'm discounting you. Now I'm even more isolated. And that hurts. It's painful to be isolated and alienated from the broader world. Right? I wasn't here yesterday. I won't be here uh, tomorrow to so say. And it's uh, in the meantime, it's really painful to be totally alienated from, from the rest of reality from which I came. Right? That, so the idea would be then that, that, that chances are I'm going to turn to some other lie, to some other falsehood. Basically, I'm going to twist up my ideology, my thoughts, my self-concept, my understanding of what is true more and more to accommodate myself and what I need to feel good and to feel righteous and to feel guilt-free. And with each such step, I will reduce my capacity to be self-aware, to be quote-unquote conscious, to be rational, to even be a human being until I can really make myself worse than a tomato because I've become so utterly and totally corrupt and morally degenerate. And unfortunately, we see cases like this often enough where it begins innocently enough. A person doesn't want to feel guilty over something he or she did. For example, maybe my parents told me I'm not allowed to watch certain kinds of things on the internet, but I watched them. Now I feel so, so guilty. Instead of simply thinking through it and maybe committing not to do it and understanding, bringing it out into the light, I quickly shut the lights off to avoid the guilt. I pick up some kind of ideology to, to feel better about myself. Maybe right away I search the internet, da, 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 da. I don't believe in that uh, that the life has a point. Everything is just pointless and stupid. Uh, there's no such thing as freedom and choice. Whatever I have to believe, to not feel guilty. Now I've twisted up my ideology. The lights have dimmed even more. Now time goes on even more. I get disconnected from reality because now to avoid secondary feelings of guilt and tertiary feelings of guilt and quadruple feelings of guilt and all kinds of things. I develop some pathologies, some neuroses. The lights keep dimming and dimming and dimming until the lights are almost totally dimmed up. So obviously, if I then go and I begin to pay attention to my breathing, where I then go and sit with my legs crossed and hum and go to a retreat focused on my... Um, 
you know, my connection of my mind and my body or whatever the case may be, it will never, ever work even slightly. Why? Because I have corrupted my software. It doesn't matter what I pay attention to. Just like <laughs> if we tell a, a, a mouse to pay attention to its breathing somehow, it's still going to be a mouse. We have to change the mind. We have to change the operating software to so say. So what would be the alternative here as opposed to looking for self-serving solutions? You don't understand. I don't need to listen to any kind of ethical uh, advice. Uh, I, I already have my self-ritual uh, care improvement uh, practices. I do my, my thing and focus on my left toe and my right uh, eyebrow 15 minutes uh, a day and who knows what. We would say if we want to continue and risk uh, completely the f whatever, then fine. You know, uh, we hope not. But the, the the other alternative would be to unscramble ourselves to 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 take the the twisted. Uh, uh, kind of strings or the strings that have become twisted by the way of our, our mind and to really untangle them. And we have to ask, where did I lie to myself? What self-serving nonsense did I tell myself at some point for self-esteem needs, for dignity needs, to avoid feelings of guilt, for whatever other emotional reason? Right? How is my ideology rotten? My understanding of the world, how is it rotten? How is it self-serving? How is it simply copying what others have said? How is it thoughtless? How is it worthless? Let me figure that out. Let me correct my, my, myself ethically, meaning my, my point of view. Let me align my thoughts, my actions, my feelings, and hopefully with themselves. That would be a great first step. Make them consistent no matter what I believe. All right, if I believe that, uh, for example, um, uh, what I win, no need for specific example. I believe something specific. Okay, fine. It might be totally wrong, but make everything consistent. I believe fine. Two plus two is five. Well, then don't say that two ti times two is four. Make something up to make it consistent with two plus two being five. Make everything consistent, but then better yet, make the or my, my thoughts and emotions and actions consistent with reality itself, meaning with clear thought and not merely with verbal statements that uh, uh, since we have the power of language, we can really scramble things up. Unlike a tomato, unlike a mouse, we can really take things from here, there, and everywhere, claim their connection via, via language, claim their reality via language, and consequently really screw ourselves up. So I want to untangle that. I want to uh, make everything uh, as clear as possible. Uh, it doesn't mean to make it conform to something other than what it is, right? I have to, the truth is uh, when I align uh, the, the truth with something other than it. No, the truth would say it's clear thought, it, it, it's, it's a clear experience, and then I can choose to adequately and appropriately describe it in language to myself, all right? So that would be the idea. So for example, I, look, I do something I feel guilty about as opposed to right away saying, no, 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 there's no such thing as right and wrong. It's no big deal. Everybody's right. Everybody's good, including myself most of all. You might not be, but I am. That's one thing I can do in language. Another thing I can do is try to clarify what, what happened? What happened? Where, what did I do wrong? Why is it wrong? Maybe it's right, but really let me think about it. So that would be a, an alternative. So that's the idea. So anyhow, hopefully we have some clarity here. If we really want to, quote unquote, increase in our self-knowledge, in our self-awareness, in our, in our consciousness, whatever that's supposed to mean, the only way is the ethical way. The only way is, is uh, unscrewing our ideology, our, our, our thoughts, our, our understanding of things. And it can be very painful and very humbling. We might have dedicated our whole life to some kind of totally self-serving 
uh, empty sentences that we began to say when we were a teenager because we found them convenient. Now I'm 120 years old. I'm still saying them. But if I want any kind of higher good in life, I ultimately have to have to have to return to the path of truth. There's no possible way around it, period. It's not like, you know, let me just do enough of this. I went on a super expensive retreat where I learned from the highest, you know, master of the paying attention to the left toe and the right uh, uh, eyebrow of, of how to really be present in the moment. It's never, ever going to work. There's only one path and that's the path of truth and honesty. And I have to get back on it if I ever want to advance myself and enjoy any real good in life. So let's get motivated to do that and do that as needed. Thank you for listening.